Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. have some fun on a Thursday. We are churning and burning through the week, and here's what's on tap for tonight. AOC, the Bronx's very own AOC. Boy, did she get a little taste of her own medicine, and what what does that matter to you? What should it mean to you? Are you about to get uncomfortable? Maybe. I'm about to play you something that's going to make you uncomfortable, but we'll get to that in just a moment. We have more Lies about abortion, celebration of abortion. We have America's cities still nose diving. Some sad, sad news out there. Some great news out there. In fact, one of the happiest stories, best news stories I've read, I've read in forever. I'll get to that about 30 minutes from now. So tonight, on top of an email roundup, we're going to have a blast on the Jesse Kelly Show. And don't forget tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in right now 
to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Ask me anything. The whole show is your questions. But time to get uncomfortable. Time to get uncomfortable for you and for me. Now, in what way? Well, what do you believe about getting in someone's face or making someone else uncomfortable? Do you like that? Is that how you conduct yourself in general? No, of course not. Of course not. If your waitress commits the mortal sin of forgetting your ranch like they always do, Chris, but if your waitress forgets the mortal sin of forgetting your ranch, maybe you'll ask her to go get some. You probably will. Maybe if she continues to screw it up, uh, maybe it will affect the tip you give her or something. Maybe if she's too rude or unprofessional, let's say she's a total disaster, maybe she, maybe she's just spitting in your food, you would go get the manager or ask to speak to the manager. These are all steps you might take if a waitress was screwing things up. But here's what I know for a fact you wouldn't do. You wouldn't immediately, can you believe this waitress? In the middle of the restaurant, this waitress sucks. Look at this idiot forgetting the ranch. You would never do that in a million years. I would never in a million years do something like that. Why? Because you're a human being with a set of values. And you may you probably never think about it in this way, but you believe in a social contract. You do. You believe there is a role for government to play, although a small one. But you believe the government must provide you with certain things. You also have agreements with them. You will pay your taxes. You'll be a law-abiding citizen for the most part. And the social social contract goes beyond a relationship with you and the government. It's a relationship with you and other people. You don't come out tonight on a Friday night and uh, have a cooler full of beer in the front lawn and throw all your empties in the neighbor's lawn and go inside. You don't do that. That, that would violate your sense of of what your social contract, your social obligation, your duty to others is. You don't scream at that waitress in the restaurant. That would be crazy to you. It would embarrass her. It would embarrass probably you, your husband, your wife, whoever you're there with. It would embarrass the other patrons. That feels icky to you. That's a good thing. I don't want you to think that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. How you're thinking right now is good. That's a good thing. However, we do have to understand and acknowledge what kind of fight we're in, what are the stakes of this fight, and who are we up against? What are the stakes if the communists finally take it all? What are the stakes? Well, I don't I don't have to elaborate on that for you. You know history. You know the millions and millions of deaths, more death and misery than you can possibly fathom. Communism brings death and misery on a level the world has never seen before, ever. It's only about 100 years old, and it has brought more death than anyone ever has in the history of the world. It's just a demonic, evil religion, and they're trying to bring it here. So, okay, we know. Okay, so the stakes are high. Let's just acknowledge. Let's be adults here. You know, I know the stakes are as high as they can get because I don't want my grandkids living in that. You want you want your grandkids being starved to death on purpose by the government? I know you don't. Okay, so the, the stakes are as high as they can get. Now, who are we dealing with? Because politically, 
for years, decades really, my entire life. I'm 40, I'll be 41 on July 20th, not that I'm going to bring that up, but I'm 40 now. My entire life, the right, a very Christian-based right, has believed in a gentle approach to politics. A gentle approach, something like uh, the March for Life in Washington, D.C. You see all these lunatics in Washington, D.C. The communists are always out there. They're always rioting. There's always trash and crime and people getting hurt. You realize March for Life in D.C. has been going on forever. And they'll, they'll turn out a million people and there's not a piece of trash left on the ground. This, that, that's what we believe. That's, and again, I, I want to stress, this is not bad. This is good that that's how we've conducted ourselves. But that is how we've conducted ourselves. Quiet, pick up after ourselves, don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. We're just all joining arms here. We believe in the lives of, you know, that's that's how we've conducted ourselves. The communist has seen that for decades. Now, let me ask you a very pointed question before we get to the uncomfortable part. Has our good conduct dissuaded him or encouraged him? You know the answer. The communist hasn't looked at us with our hands-off approach, our live-and-let-live approach. He's not looked at that and ever once said to himself, ever once has he looked at that and said, man, that is so admirable. Look at, look at Steve. Steve won't even raise his voice over there. You know what? I'm done with this street communist life. I am inspired by Steve's example. I'm done with it. I I am going to start being better. Never once have they thought that. You know what they have thought? Look at them. Look how weak they are. Look how pathetic they are. Look what they won't do. They won't even be honest about this. I'll just call them a racist and they'll be quiet. Oh, look, they'll just let us lie about this. They'll let us do this. Look at these weak losers. Look Look at what they'll let us do. That's how the communist has conducted himself because that's all he sees in us is weakness. He has seen nothing but weakness, and he's lived his life, and this is going to end up being to our advantage in the end. Mark my words, and I'll expand on this in a moment. The communist, let's say a communist is 40, a communist has lived his entire life where all he's ever known is aggression from him being met with niceness from the other side, understanding, politeness. Hey, let's let's reach across the aisle, guys. Oh, okay, you know what? The, the, the Black Lives Matter street animals are mad. Okay, let's, we'll tear down just a couple statues. Guys, should we, let's rename some military bases. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Robert E. Lee. Oh, he must have been a Nazi. D- yeah, let's get rid of that, guys. See, are communists, don't you, are you inspired? Oh, you're not? Oh, you marched right down into New York City and removed a statue of Teddy Roosevelt right after that? That's all the communist has ever known in this country. All he has ever known is a peaceful right that wants to be nice, that wants to appear nice. We want to find common ground. We want to, we want to join together and negotiate and let's all get along. And, and the communist has only ever known a right that wants quiet. We just want quiet, don't we? When you're done, when you're done listening and you turn off the Jesse Kelly show tonight, do you feel like going down in front of some left-wing loonies shop 
and making a sign and screaming that, heck no, we won't go for hours at end. Does that sound like fun to you? No, that sounds like death to you. In fact, you would never even dream of doing something like that. That's not in your nature. It's not in my nature. That sounds repugnant and repulsive. We, we don't do these things because we want quiet. We crave it. It's part of what we want out of society. But we're not dealing with an era where we can embrace what we want. We have to be adults always and embrace reality. Where am I going with all this? What is this uncomfortable thing? I'm going to play you something next, and it will make you uncomfortable. But we're going to have a hard talk about it and AOC and communism and abortion and illegal immigration and many other things tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. So buckle up for that. That's coming. And one more thing that may make you uncomfortable, too, is um, did you see what they're saying about Africa right now? I'm not changing the subject. Do you see what they're saying about Africa because of what's going on in the globe? They're talking millions of people are going to die soon from starvation. We are on the brink of a global famine. Do you have food? How much food do you have? Do you have an emergency food supply? And maybe you're sitting there saying to yourself, Jesse, I don't know what to do. I, I, I know the, the farmers are running out of fertilizer, but I don't know what to buy. Do I just buy a thousand cans of beans? I don't know what to do. I'm not some Navy SEAL. I get a hold of my Patriot Supply and they send me everything I need. If you go to preparewithjessikelly.com, they decided to hook me up with a deal. $150 off a three-month emergency food supply. Get one for yourself, your spouse, your kids. Three months. Three months, you're eating 2,000 calories a day, sustainable energy, and you get it for $150 off. I don't know what the future is going to bring. I swear, I hope all this food goes bad on you one day. But what if you need it? Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. Get yours today. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, and yes, it is time. It's time to get uncomfortable. Because again, like uh, credit to the movie Age of Ultron, we mistake peace for quiet. If you believe in peace, then let us keep it. I think you're confusing peace with quiet. We do that. We have been so polite for so long. This is the audio of a man, a comedian by the name of Alex Stein. He's freaking hilarious, by the way. But he filmed himself on Capitol Hill approaching various Democrats in Congress, including AOC. Don't worry, she'll be the grand finale. And he filmed himself heckling them, calling them names, making them uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, particularly the AOC part. When we get to the part, you'll hear it. When he has comments for AOC, they may be comments that make you cringe, recoil a little bit. Maybe they're going to make you squirm in your chair. Sit and listen. Do me a favor. Sit and listen. I'm going to tell you why this is probably more important than you think. Hey, Jamal, do you like Hunter's taste in prostitutes? Do you think Hunter... Does Hunter Biden have good taste in prostitutes? Does he? 
Has he got good taste? Adam, why are you such a traitor, Adam? Why are you such a traitor? You know January 6th wasn't bad. You're a scumbag, Adam. You're the worst. Kinzinger, you're a d Look at Adam Kinzinger, the political d Kinzinger, you're a fake rhino Republican, Kinzinger. Look at this d Adam Kinzinger, he sucks. See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC, you're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo! I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. You uncomfortable? You're probably laughing. Maybe you're laughing, but would you do that? Look, I'll be, I'll be honest. Full disclosure, I would not. I would never. That's not me. But am I happy? Or am I sad or am I angry that someone out there will? You should be happy. You should be happy. AOC went on and complained about it later on. Uh, hang on. Here's AOC. Hey, everybody. I'm here in the Capitol. Um, see this guy right there? Right there. He, when I was walking up, um, he said, hey... It's right in front of the Capitol Police officer. said, hey, uh, here's this, look at that big ass, look at that big juicy booty, this Latina, like whatever, you know, all the bunch of racist, sexist stuff. And since nobody can do anything, I'm just telling you, because um, this institution is not designed to protect people. Okay, it's very difficult to play her on the radio because she is so devoid of any IQ. You end up with these long pauses because she can't spit out the daggone words. But anyway, AOC, just, just recently, AOC, she went out after Roe versus Wade was overturned and she chanted that everyone should take to the streets. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, very shortly after that, the Supreme Court justices, they had protesters in front of their home. An assassin showed up to kill Brett Kavanaugh. And this isn't one of those fired off and angry email things. He flew from California with a gun. I believe he had a knife too. I know he had pepper spray and soft-soled shoes. He showed up to kill Brett Kavanaugh. If not for the man's sister, Brett Kavanaugh might be dead. AOC then responded after a group of protesters ran Brett Kavanaugh out the back door of a Morton Steakhouse. She got on social media and publicly proclaimed that it was a good thing. She even sarcastically said, poor guy and whatnot. Okay, so that's how she's conducted herself. Now, let me ask you a question, specifically you who are uncomfortable with some comedian. I know it's like shock jockish, but some comedian going out there and making her uncomfortable. AOC has essentially put the lives of people on the right in danger several times and has mobilized her communist army. You, you have not ever made her uncomfortable. I, I've never made her uncomfortable. I've never, never met the woman. The next time AOC chooses to go online and thinks about maybe running her mouth about how we should take down Supreme Court justices and they should never feel comfortable in public again. Let me ask you a very frank question. 
Is AOC going to take you into consideration or is she going to take Alex Stein into consideration? Does she have to account for you? Because now she has to account for him. I'm not telling you to go track down AOC. Please don't. It's just, 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 there's no need. Hey, maybe you're in the Bronx tonight anyway. And did you feel like popping in? But no, I'm not telling you to go track down AOC. I am insisting that you don't ever do anything illegal, especially not in blue areas like this. But I am telling you this. Going forward, because they are in such a position of power across all the institutions that run the country, doing things that make you and me uncomfortable is essential. We can no longer comfort our way, live and let live our way to victory. It's not humanly possible. We did that for 50, 60 years. The communist subversives took over every single institution. Now your child has to learn about chopping his penis off. Not it's just some gay rally. His doctor will probably tell him he should. They took over all of it because we were so busy being above all that and being polite. So I would just like to encourage you in the future when we see videos and we get audio and I bring these things to you of people on our side, maybe crossing the line, maybe doing something a little too far, almost always doing something you wouldn't do. Maybe we should withhold judgment and maybe instead we should say, thank you. Thank you for doing things to make communists take us into account. Huh? Maybe that's the way. I mean, what are the stakes? What kind of evil were we up against? Oh, I'll play you a little clip of that next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. 
LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm gonna make you stay. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and don't worry, I'll probably end up taking calls tonight because there are no calls tomorrow. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in right now. Ask me anything for you new listeners. It can be stupid. It doesn't have to be politics. It could be history, women, men, whatever. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have to start being comfortable getting uncomfortable. Did you know? Did you know? We discussed it on the show, but maybe you weren't listening that, uh, that night. Not that I don't think you won't hang on my every word. But Chris brought this up during the break, and it's a really good point. Did you know that a bunch of PR firms were working with a bunch of America's major corporations, and we got access to an internal memo they sent out to all these corporations after Roe versus Wade was overturned, and they said, hey, shut up. Don't say a word. It's too, it's too divisive politically. Just just sell Coca-Cola. I'm not, again, I'm just using them as an example. Just sell your products. Shut up about Roe versus Wade. No one wants to hear. Shut up. And a bunch of them did. Now, why did those corporations shut up after Roe versus Wade? How, how long have you had to deal with corporate, corporate America waterboarding you with communism at every turn? But Roe versus Wade gets overturned. And yes, I know some waited in, but a bunch of them didn't. They shut up about it. Why? Because they finally started taking the new right into account. Now, because of our protest movement, because we actually have governors and state legislatures who are choosing to have teeth and bite back, because we've chosen to do things that previously made us uncomfortable, now these corporations have to account for you. 
When they sit down in a boardroom and they say, oh, I don't know, uh, Roe versus Wade just got overturned. Uh, we should probably cele celebrate that or be against it. I, I, I don't know. What should we do? Someone has to step up in the room and say, we should do nothing because now the right will come at us too. Shut up and keep your head down. That's what we should do. They didn't do that before because they never had to account for you. AOC. She's totally comfortable, has felt totally comfortable for her entire political career going online and saying, show up, make them uncomfortable, take to the streets, screw Brett Kavanaugh, run him out of a restaurant. Somebody shows up and makes a couple of crude comments about her butt. Now AOC, now AOC may think twice before she does that again. Did you make her think twice? Did I? Nope. The guy who went out and did uncomfortable things, he's the one that'll make her think twice. I mean, think about, think about the level of evil we're dealing with here. Do you think you should maybe get uncomfortable a little bit to deal with this? These are basic human rights. The right to make a decision about whether or not you want to continue a pregnancy. That is deeply personal. That is up to a woman not to the Supreme Court and not to your state government. So we are going to continue leaning into these rights. And if they start coming after marriage equality, that is another fight we'll take on because we are the birthplace of the LGBTQ movement. So what, regardless of what it is, New Yorkers have always stood up, and I'm not relinquishing that moral responsibility we have as New Yorkers. They have locked shields in the wake of a Supreme Court decision and I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it again. I'm, I'm going to stop it just a little bit into it. But listen to how they discuss an unborn baby. It, does, it doesn't matter where you stand on abortion, pro-abortion, pro-life, whatnot. You know I'm rabidly pro-life. But I am a father. And I have been in the room the first time I saw each of my sons, the first time they saw a heartbeat. I've been in that room. I, frankly, have been... I mean, we lost one. We had a miscarriage at one point in time. And I know what that feels like, too. And I've been in that room the first time. I'll never forget e either time. The first time you see your son's head in his mother's womb and you see a little heart beating and you know that's your boy. That's that, you, right, Already, you'd die for him in a heartbeat, right? You'd die in a heart without, without hesitation. You just, you would, you'd kill for him. You'd do anything for that baby. And listen Listen to the demons and how they discuss that baby. These are basic human rights. The right to make a decision about whether or not you want to continue a pregnancy. That is deeply personal. Continue a pregnancy. Do you think maybe, just maybe, you and me, we should start getting more uncomfortable when it comes to the things we're willing to do to take these people on? Again, nothing illegal, nothing illegal. Don't get your butt arrested. Legal, but maybe it is time for uncomfortable. No, I think it's beyond time. All right, that was, that was a lot. Let's uh, switch gears here just a little bit. I remain fascinated. I, I've always found incredible accomplishment to be very fascinating and the people who do great things. And I've found disaster to be equally fascinating. Basically because people, human beings, interest me. The way the mind works, the, the, way, the way people react to certain situations. I've always admired it. You climb Mount Everest. 
What does it feel like? What do you say in that moment? That, that's, that's, that's something great. If you, like we have another one coming up next year, we have, to, we have to rank the hottest women in Congress in our Jesse Kelly Show Hottest Women of Congress list. If you take home the title like Lauren Boebert did last time, that's a great accomplishment. How does that feel? I mean, did she still walk around with the certificate we sent her, fellas? Has she already spent our partially used Red Lobster gift card? I don't know. Disaster, disaster fascinates me too. And how people choose to deal with disaster. The Joe Biden administration is a disaster, honestly, by any measure. There's, there's no other way around it. We're, we're, not, we're not doing the normal left versus right thing. When you have inflation like this, gas prices like this, when you have a, a border that is completely wide open and insecure, it's, it's been disaster after disaster after disaster. So as a politician, as a presidential administration, on top of the fact I despise them, I find it fascinating how they choose to deal with these things. I do. I find it fascinating. And one of the wildest things I continue to see from the Biden administration, one of the wildest strategies, as you're drowning, right? You're heading towards the bottom of the ocean. They continue this line that everything's fine. Since it took office, families are carrying less debt. Their average savings are up. A recent survey from the Federal Reserve found that more Americans feel financially comfortable than any time since the survey began in 2013. And part of the reason I find that so interesting is who thought that was a good idea? Because this has been a consistent thing now. This is, this is their message. Ah, every economist I know says we're doing good. Who thought that was a good idea while people were suffering? I'm dying to know. And in the middle of all this inflation... They're trying to spend more. Are you saying more spending is the answer? I'm saying more investment is the answer. More investment, well, investment in is production. Spending, right? And, and that might or might not be the solution. But well, past spending di- efforts have not really helped this. It's actually worse so, than it, right? In the middle of hyperinflation, they have blamed Vladimir Putin. While, while they're drowning, Vladimir Putin, they've blamed, they've blamed Vladimir Putin. They've blamed you. Told you to stop complaining about the prices. Remember that tact? They have told you everything's fine. And they've told you you need to spend more. This is a how-to manual on how to not handle disaster when you are not just president. If you're a corporation, a public figure, whatever the Biden administration does, just know that's in your book as a list of things not to do. All right. I have outstanding news. I, I told you it was coming like 10 minutes ago, but it actually is coming. I swear. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Thursday. And yes, I don't, 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 don't call just yet, but I'm going to take some phone calls tonight. There's no question about it because it's look. It's almost Friday. I consider Friday to be the weekend here on the Jesse Kelly Show because Fridays are Ask Dr. Jesse Fridays. So those are those are always a good time. I have one of the great headlines, one of the most inspirational headlines, if not the most inspirational one I've read in a long time. I'll read that for you in just a second. I do want to read this email, though. It, it just gave me the Snickers something serious. Cheap Date Jesse, this one's called. He said, I used to tell my wife, you weren't a cheap date. He goes on to explain. He said, it all started with my pillow. 
Then my pillows for the whole family for Christmas. That's still a great idea, by the way. Then Giza dream sheets for the house and camper. One, I warned you, once you get those, you can't sleep in anything else. Then he said, then it's Eden Pure. Yeah, I don't even have allergies anymore. Then chalk vitamins. Yeah, you feel better, don't you? You feel better. And then he says, my wife got the my slippers. He said, she really does absolutely love them. Then she got me a Mantis X for Father's Day. Thanks, bro. I told you that thing's cool. He said, not to mention a cupboard full of Chipotle Tabasco. So yeah, not a cheap, not a cheap date. Then you totally redeemed yourself with pure talk. Get this. He said, you saved me $175 a month. Said paid for all the above very quickly. If I ever meet you in person, I owe you a back rub. Listen, thank you. (laughs) Says it's okay to say his name. His name is Russ. Russ, I will pass on the back rub, but I do appreciate it. I, I, I do very much appreciate it. I would stick with, I mean... Maybe you can offer that to Lindsey Graham. But that aside, when we're all getting crushed by inflation, Pure Talk really does save you money. Average family saves over $900 a year. That's big boy money. My bill got cut in half because I switched a whole family of four, all four of us. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, that'll get you the deal. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. That gets you an additional 50% off your first month. So if you're switching, switch now. Takes less than 10 minutes. All right. One of the great, greatest, most happy headlines I've ever read in my entire life. Americans' faith in public education nears record lows, according to the polls. And I'm actually not trying to be glib here. You understand what great news this is. You and I, we've talked about this a a thousand times. A thousand times we've talked about how the numbers in the country are there. They're on our side overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly. The people in this country, they believe what you believe and think like you think and want what you want. They do. But the problem is people don't want to get involved with politics. I don't do politics. I don't get involved with politics. Oh, I'm going to leave my hands off. I have said it's not the communists like AOC or Kathy Hochul who are destroying the country. It's your neighbor across the street who agrees with you on everything and doesn't even go vote. That's the problem. The problem is waking up enough of the people who can actually change things and turn things around and send them in the direction we want. We need people awake. We must get these people awake. You understand, uh, and this is going to sound negative. I don't really mean it this way, but how much of this country, the cultural Marxist control, it's all of it. All of our institutions, really. I mean, really all of them. You name an institution, it's basically run by cultural Marxists now. From not just politics or media or Hollywood. I mean, the finance sector, the finance sector's all wired in with all these nut jobs now. That we at least used to have that. They have it all. Now, do you understand what a tiny, tiny minority these people are in this country? It's minuscule. The true communist activists, they're minuscule. How did they do that? They got involved. They, they woke up and decided to get involved. And they couldn't believe their luck in this country as they chose to get involved and start taking over all the institutions. They looked around and found their enemy, you, me, 
We didn't want to get involved. We had other things to do. But they made a critical error. In my personal opinion, it's the biggest error the communists have ever made in the United States of America. Coronavirus lockdowns led to, and were in major part prompted by, school lockdowns. Teachers unions shutting down schools. Now, everyone knows exactly why that happened. The teachers unions shut down schools because they viewed COVID as an opportunity to extort more money out of cities and states and the federal government. They were just looking to squeeze more of the American taxpayer. But what it did was it brought America's education system into the home. Mom and dad, that neighbor of yours across the street who didn't want to get involved, he genuinely just thought, he really, really thought that his kid was learning reading, writing, and arithmetic in school. He did. That's what he thought. He thought he was sending his child out to school and they were learning real American history. He didn't have any idea, no idea. Mom, dad had no clue whatsoever. His child was being taught to hate America, hate his parents, hate white people, hate himself. His child was being taught that people can just switch genders on a whim, no problem whatsoever. He, mom, dad, they had no clue, zero clue what was happening in stools. They had no clue this stuff was going on. But now, now, they do know. And this is going to be, in my opinion, the death blow for the communists in this country. Now, this dad, I bet you money this guy's never been involved before. Now he's fully awake. Tonight, I'm going to give a sampling from three books that are in our libraries. This is the dad at a school board meeting. Fleming School and the Oakleaf School. I'm going to read things. If there's children watching, cover their ears. He began to need I'm going to stop you right there, sir. I'm going to stop you right there. Turn the microphone off. Turn off his microphone, please. This is the school board stopping him from reading a book that's in the library and turning off his microphone. You thought that was the worst of it? Now listen to how these school board tyrants talk to this man. The reason I'm stopping you is because these meetings are... If you'll hush your mouth for a minute and listen, instead of just talking, you may only learn something. The problem is, sir, is these meetings are broadcast. There are people at home that are watching it on YouTube. There are people that are watching it on community television. Are you going to listen or are you going to run your mouth? And you'll get it back, but you'll get it Are you going to listen or are you going to run your mouth? They ran children out of schools, began educating them in the home, Mom and dad sat back and recoiled in horror when they found out what Aiden, Jaden, and Braden were actually learning in schools. And then, like tyrants do, when parents started showing up at these school board meetings to protest what was going on, the tyrants began lashing out and cracking down as if they're gods. Americans losing faith in government schools is the greatest freaking thing that's happened to this country since the American Revolution. Gosh, it's awesome. 877-377-4373. 877-377-4373. We'll take some calls next.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.